from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, boy. What a show, man. What a show this is. What a group of people. The most bizarre thing you've ever witnessed at a sporting event. We saw an... <laughs> We saw an Uber Eats delivery man walk into the uh, onto the floor in the middle of a college basketball game last night. I gotta say, Stone, from what we've heard today, including me conveying, reconveying the story on this show about um, trash-talking Winnipeg Blue Bombers fans at a CFL Calgary Stampeders game and taking a Vuvuzela to my bare <laughs> my bare backside, uh, that seems a little more intense than Uber Eats. Uh, two random guys that you just meet at a tailgate. Walking into Hard Rock Stadium, eyeing two other dudes and just fighting them for two minutes before they become friends and walk into the stadium and hang out. That is certifiably insane. Yes. There are some weird people. But I've also seen Laz Diaz, the umpire, get attacked on the field at a White Sox game. I saw that. I saw a man at the Indy 500 jump off a 25-foot ladder headfirst into a kiddie pool. That is brain dead. He might have been brain dead after that. I don't know. Like I, I, I He was probably already brain dead. He might have been. He might I, I hope for his sake he was blacked out as he uh he hit the kiddie pool. I guess the one saving grace is there was some water in it. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know if it cushioned his fall at all, but uh Oh boy. Um please don't make a spectacle of yourself at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Okay. It's a nice family atmosphere you, where you watch spring training baseball, you let the sun hit your face, and you just watch the world champion Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals play teams the likes of the Cardinals and the Marlins and the Yankees and the Red Sox at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Play hooky from work, have a couple of cocktails, and just relax. Just be cool, baby. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Spring training has never been more comfortable, never been more beautiful. Never been more fun than the ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches spring training tickets are on sale. World champion Houston Astros, the Washington Nationals, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. It is my spring training home. It is the Astros and Nationals spring training home. Make it your spring training home at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches. How many people are just... Busting out reeds over Santana riffing. Not many. Not many. This radio show is one of one. Uh, that call from Dave right before our last break is one of the all-timers on this show. It is. And again, if you missed it, uh, we've been talking about just bizarre, bizarre things. Things that are are bending the your, your, your previous illusions of reality. You go to a sporting event and you see something where you're like, oh my God, that's going to be a story forever. I can't believe I just saw that. And, and Dave... Uh, the 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 Miami Dolphins and every NFL team really has these super fans, right? Stone, you know what I'm talking about, and and sports fans know what I'm talking about. It's these people that that think that they're impacting the game from the stands, right? And they 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 put on all of this face paint and they put on all of these different pizzas of tchotchke and some wear some skulls around their neck. Others wear some horns on their head. Some of them uh, will will put on shoulder pads and, and dress like they're going to go play linebacker for the Dolphins. And so one of these super fans, uh, Dave, uh, saw him at a, a concert, saw him at a concert at the the old Orange Bowl, and this super fan was dressed 
at a concert the same way he would be on a Dolphins Sunday. And as I told Dave, that's a major red flag that that person, uh, the, the, the synapses in the brain are firing correctly, right? Like there, there are issues there. Yes, and you know, we had to rush to a break there, but have you seen the story with the Kansas City Chiefs fan who wears the wolf costume? Oh God, no. Really? I'm no. really surprised because he was a bank robber <laughs> and that's how he funded. This is very recent. I'm so, so surprised that you don't know of this right now. You could have given me 4,000 guesses about what this person uh, was accused of. And I would have gone with, oh, I don't know, kidnapping, murder. And you dropping a bank robber on me for whatever reason just tickles me. So he's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. He's one of these super fans and he dresses like a wolf every week. He wears a wolf head. Oh, everybody knows who he is. Okay. And that's clearly how he funds his, you know, traveling with the team around the country. <laughs> By robbing banks. This man robs Kansas City area banks to go to Kansas City Chiefs games nationwide. Oh, uh, that makes me so happy. I don't know why, but that makes me so happy. That is so endlessly funny. I hope when he robs the banks, he is wearing the wolf head. Or would that give him away? Is that bad criminaling? I, I'm, not, I'm not too sure you're wrong there. I, I'm going to get you the full story, but I think uh, that's how it went down. Oh, wolf head did it again. Yes. Uh, he hit up the Chase Bank on, on Liberty and 42nd in Kansas City. Um, but Dave was, was, was saying that he, for whatever reason, because he was, he was he, as he said, he was drinking some beers. He was hassling this Dolphins fan, this super fan, this Dolphins super fan who went to a concert, all the face paint, the shoulder pads on the entire thing. And I got to say, we had the greatest like 17 second run of any caller in the nearly three year history of this show from, from Dave. You're going to absolutely love this from Dave. I was about a six pack in and I started verbally molesting this guy. And he was about eight rows down from me, you know, right on the rail. And I'm like, what are you doing in this garb at a concert, dude? You're ridiculous. And you, you meant know, harassing, right, Dave? You meant harassing, not molesting, right? Yeah, I meant, I meant harassing. Yeah, that's him. fine. I just wanted to but make sure. I, <laughs> yeah, I was giving it to him hard, you know? <laughs> Uh, what was, wait, 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 what was that? What did, did I, Stone, did I hear that correctly? Did I hear, wait, 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 let's, 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 let's listen to the uh, abridged uh, portion of that, that great, great 17 seconds of caller audio. I was about a six pack in <laughs> and I started verbally molesting this guy. Yeah, I was giving it to him hard, you know? <laughs> you know what makes that? Is at the end Stone because he's so juvenile. This guy is 24 years old, but he acts like a six-year-old. That's why I love Stone because he's a child in a grown man body. Listen at the end where Stone cannot cannot help himself. He bursts out giggling like a, a grade schooler after after the hard line. Let's let, just listen closely to the tail end. This is Stone giggling like a little grade schooler uh, when 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 Dave drops this line. And I was about a six pack in, <laughs> and I started verbally molesting this guy, and he was about eight rows down from me. You know, right on the rail. And I'm, yeah, I was giving it to him hard, you know? <laughs> you were such a child. I mean, come on. Like, you got. All red faced and crying and you, giggling. You got to know what you're doing, Dave. He slipped up like three or four times. You know what, I, you know what I'm going to say right now? I love, I love the people that listen to this show. That's the kind of stuff I live for. Just giving it to people hard. Just giving it to Just people giving hard. It hard. About eight rows down on Absolutely, the rail. Absolutely, always. 
than getting jacked up in the bathroom. They can put on the wall and get yeah. jacked up in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. oh, God. Uh, so, McLovin, Brian McLovin Rowitz, he sent me surveillance camera footage, the screenshot of this Kansas City Chiefs fan that dresses up like a wolf every Sunday. He did indeed rob banks with the wolf costume on. I can't believe it. Yep. How did nobody know? How many banks did he rob? You want to know how he got busted too? A Reddit thread. Really? Of course. So <laughs> if, if, you know, it didn't hit that Reddit wormhole, Wait. he maybe would have never been busted. And this wolf, this bank robbing wolf in Kansas City, he swapped out his, his red Kansas City Chiefs hat on game days for a non-Kansas City Chiefs red hat. That's right. What an idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. He looks just like the Chiefs fan robbing the bank. He just took the Chiefs logo off the hat, but it's still red. He's got to keep it on brand. What an idiot. He's got to keep it on brand. That's what I'm telling you, though. These NFL super fans that dress up, they go to every game, they're in the front row, they're wearing skulls, they're wearing horns, they're wearing wolf heads, they're putting on pads. These people are not well. None of them. None of these people are well. They're jacking people up in bathrooms. Exactly. And then you go to a concert and you want to have a little fun with them and you give it to them hard. You're giving it to them hard. And then they're going to attack you. And Just mo- don't do it. And possibly molest. I mean, sometimes it happens. You go to a concert and maybe you're going to verbally molest them. <laughs> By the way, that is the funniest phrase I've ever heard. Verbally I've never molest? Heard Neither have I. Verbally molest will be entering... The vernacular of Ken Levick alive from here on yeah, out. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a hotkey. So whenever, you know, you're giving it to Theo, Theo's giving it to me, Jeanette's giving it to one of us, you know, yeah. just let We're that just one fly. verbally molesting each other. <laughs> Maybe verbally molesting us is Tony in West Palm. What's up, Tone? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Hey, Stone, you've been to Brooklyn, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta hit them with the pause button a couple I times. Know, there, but I know. I can't be throwing that around. Nobody's going to know what it means. <laughs> right. I, I, I know, man. I know you're here for all the anarchy, but I'm just saying. All right, so, all right. Yo, I'm on, I'm on air. Yo, by six, uh, six degrees of separation, I currently have talked to Mike Tyson today. This is beautiful. Nice. All right. <laughs> Yo, so the what happened to me at an event, I'm a Yankees fan through and through, but there was a time that I was chilling. Uh, I ended up getting tickets free, and me and a couple of homies went up to the old Shea Stadium. And I'm in a section, and I'm talking about I'm I'm we we got big blunts just going left and right, left and right, left <laughs> uh-huh. and right. I'm in my old lifestyle, can you already know the yep. you know what yep. I mean? So I'm in my old thing. So we chilling, and Johan Santana's pitching. You know what I mean? So it, it's 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 a bugged out night. We disrespected Shea Stadium the whole way up. So we chilling right now, smoking, chilling, laughing. And yo, out of nowhere. My man was, my man, you know, was currently in that life, and he was working at the moment. And out of nowhere, a certain all-time great with the last name that's a fruit came up to us and actually did a hand-to-hand in front of me. It was bugged out. It was crazy. It was, the, it was the, I don't even know how to explain it to you. I was so high to see <laughs> that dude come up. I mean, I know his history. Oh, but oh I'm just that a- one, that one, like the the red I, fruit with the green leaves on top, sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah with, right, with, right with, there, like a hand to hand deal, right there outside. Yo, of- oh my like, god! Seriously, yo, we was chilling, we was hanging out, we was smoking, da da da. And it's nothing because I know I've, I've 
celebs, please. It, it is what it is. But, yo, to see this person who, as a kid, I was a Mets fan for a quick minute as a kid, but to see him come up, and it was like, yo... And then to see what happened, I was oh like, yo. Like, Tony, Tony, oh. are, are, we, are, we, are we talking, we're talking like like what I think we're talking about, right? Like that, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, handoff? Yeah. Was, was Dwight Gooden? Yeah, yeah, like the old, my old school life, man. My old school oh life. We was involved God. in the old school stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was wild. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen so, in my life. You know so, I mean, Tony, what, what I'm going to do as here, as because as and appreciate you, Tony, I think the statute of limitations is up. The Stone is so confused right now. What he's saying, him and his boys, oh. him and his boys went to Shea Stadium, and outside of the stadium, his boy did a hand-to-hand cocaine deal with Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> oh, Strawberry. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the part that's I was missing. That's what Tony's saying. Wow. I mean, that beats all the stories. Uh, I mean, how can you top that? You can't. Uh, and and it doesn't seem like there was any verbal molestation there. It was just uh, a deal. Uh, yeah, they were going to get jacked of up. Stadium there. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, that that that's the exclamation point. Yes, right it there. is. Oh boy, it's great stuff from Tony. Oh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at KLV 106.3. When we come back, uh, Mike Tyson. We interviewed him earlier in the show. It was definitely for me uh, because again, I only know Mike Tyson is is one thing um, because I grew up and he was the most terrifying person in the world. Yeah. Uh, I only know him as that. Like it's just it's it's completely ground into my soul. Stone knows him as the fun-loving dude from The Hangover because of the generational difference Stone and I have. And so I went into this interview, and I was just walking on eggshells the entire time. Stone was just free-flowing, not a care in the world. And there was one part of it that really, more than anything, (laughs) more than anything exhibits (laughs) What I'm talking about with me just on eggshells and stone, just just absolutely killing it with this interview with Mike Tyson. I'm a scared little person in this interview with Mike Tyson and stone. He's in his essence. We're going to listen to one part in particular that really drives it home when we come back. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Me in one of the worst moments of my career, interviewing Mike Tyson when we come back. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Insane things seen at sporting events. This is a good one, Stone. Lexi tweets in. This is actually one of my favorites. I saw a man take off his prosthetic leg and wave it around in celebration of a home run in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. Well done, sir. Way to get the people going. (laughs) That really, I can't imagine how that doesn't get the juices flowing. If you see a man (laughs) uh, unlock 
and then twist off his leg and wave it around in celebration. Like that, that'll get a crowd going. Forget these NFL super fans with their body paint and their shoulder pads or Fireman Ed with his firefighter helmet. No, 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 no. What's going to get me whipped into a frenzy at a sporting event is if I see someone unlatch their leg and swing it around and tells me to get up, I'm getting up. People love people that are comfortable in their own skin. I mean, that one's instantly up out of your seats and you're screaming. Love that move. That's good stuff. You're right. That's confidence right there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm missing a leg. So be it. Are you grossed out by it? I don't care. And I'm going to even take it a step further. Something good happened in front of me at Yankee Stadium. Off goes the leg and I'm swinging it around. Do something about it. Simple as that. I mean, for my money, those are much better fans than these NFL people. Again, the the Kansas City Chiefs wolf robbed a bank wearing a red hat like he does on game days. He didn't think he was going to get caught. He's wearing the wolf outfit, and he wears a red Chiefs hat on game days. That's how everybody knows him. And then he robs the banks with a red hat on. It doesn't take the FBI to crack that case. What a dumbass. Come on. The NHL All-Star Game is coming up here in South Florida. It is happening in Broward County. Truly Hard Seltzer NHL All-Star Beach Festival. That's happening February 2nd through the 4th. It's free. The non-ticketed fan festival open to the public, providing hockey fans of all ages three days of hockey fun. There's going to be interactive hockey games, a look at the NHL's new United by Hockey Mobile Museum, special appearances from current and former NHL All-Stars, and a chance to take a picture with the greatest trophy in sports, the Stanley Cup. All of this February 2nd through the 4th. It is free Fort Lauderdale Beach Park. It is the Truly Hard Seltzer NHL All-Star Beach Festival, Fort Lauderdale Beach Park, 100 Seabreeze Boulevard. The NHL All-Star Game takes place February 4th, 3 p.m. on ABC and ESPN Plus from FLA Live Arena. This is the NHL All-Star Game. Are we still going with most bizarre thing, Stone, that, uh, that yeah, you've ever are. witnessed at a live sporting event? Yeah, let's, let's keep it rolling. All right, let's keep it rolling. Who are we going to now? we got Rocco and Stewart. Rocco and Stewart. What's up, Rocco? Ken, how you doing, baby? Thanks for having me. My pleasure, brother. I, I watched the craziest thing at Yankee Stadium. We used to go to opening day all the time back in the 70s. And we sat. We were lucky to get seats by the foul pole in the upper deck by the top. And let me tell you, that's a steep way down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I watched this drunk climbing up the stairs before the game started. This guy fell, had to be every bit of 20 rows. And if he didn't get wedged in between the last couple of rows, we swore he was going over. Oh, my. This was before the game, Rocco? Yeah, before the game. Oh. Before the game. That's oh. how drunk this guy was. So that's not seven. But we could see it was another one of those no-shirted guys, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. No no shirt guy bringing up what he had. He may have had, you know, both hands full, Whoa. five, seven beers, and it's probably all for him, you know? Rocco, you know is in the 70s you couldn't do this, but now you see a dude stumbling around with no shirt, you got to get the phone out. That's your chance to get famous. That's your chance to get viral. I'm telling you, you cannot trust a single male with no shirt at a sporting event. You can't. You just can't do it. They might look like, hey, things are cool. Things are calm. No problems. No, 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 no. Chances are they're going to end up face first and bloody in front of you at some point. 
Do not trust shirtless people at sporting events, okay? I don't care if it's the NFL. I don't care if it is Major League Baseball in the NBA. If they're shirtless, then there's definitely a problem because they don't typically allow that. Uh, Racing, maybe racing I can give you a pass. But racing, racing, stock car racing, NASCAR, or even Indy races, like you're around a very combustible group of people anyways. Oh, yeah. So you're just expecting something insane is going to happen. He said the guy that was jumping in the kiddie pool had a uh, hair down to his uh, to shoulders. His shoulders. So yeah. I'd imagine it was a mullet, you know, if yeah. I could take a wild guess. And also, I'm in the middle of Indiana. Right. So what do you expect? Of course something like that mm-hmm. is going to happen. Uh, we had Mike Tyson earlier today, and if you missed any of it, uh, you can get the Ken Levick Alive podcast wherever you get your podcast. It is free, free for my people because I love all of you and And how dare I make you pay to listen to whatever stupidity we're doing on a given day. But it's wherever you get your podcast, the Ken Levick Alive podcast. Um, We we talked with Mike Tyson, the great Mike Tyson. And I got to be honest with the people. I got to be transparent. I'm strong enough to own when I don't think that I necessarily nailed something. And I didn't nail this interview, okay? I was was, um, uh, nervous. I was a bit scared because this is Mike Tyson, right? I was intimidated. That's the right word. I was intimidated by the the mere thought of talking to Mike Tyson, and he's harmless. And he's a really, I mean, honestly, his life arc, what he's turned into, what he's turned himself into, it's an inspiring story after the lowest of lows. But I still have, in my mind, young me, where he is damn near killing people in 37 seconds in the first round, right? And... Biting ears and face tattoo. And this is my fault that I can't get that out of my my brain, right? So I'm like just walking on eggshells. I'm being cautious. I'm trying to, to dive deep into the psyche of Mike Tyson. And Stone, you're just laying it out there. Like you're having fun. Hell Mike Tyson's yeah. your boy. Mike Tyson started the interview complimenting you on your name. And after that, I think I was shook, too, because I'm like, oh, I, this is no longer in my control. I probably should have just let you lead the entire thing. <laughs> that was my fault. Um, but there was one part in particular where, Stone, you asked a very deep question, right? A yeah. Deep, good question about how Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson and, and, and how we perceive his Iron Mike days based on how he perceives his Iron Mike days. And just listen to how this went down. This is, this is Stone and I with Mike Tyson here on Ken Levick Alive. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike... You've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? Well, Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that fucks with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I had to that. Now, let's play it one more time, and I'm going to translate it for Woo! you. I'm going to translate because it's a little bit garbled what Mike Tyson said. But let's hear it one more time, uh, and I'll translate for you. In its entirety, what Mike Tyson replied to Stone's very good question. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? Well, Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that fucks with him. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike Tyson replies, Iron Mike is a scared little boy who then tries to fight anybody... Who No, who gets his revenge. Who gets his revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. Mike Tyson said very introspectively, Iron Mike is a scared little boy 
who gets revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. <laughs> and my response was, yeah. The yeah. scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that bleeps with him. Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing there? Like, what am I doing there? I think you're thinking about Iron Mike getting his revenge on anybody so, that's bleeped but, with But what Mike Tyson's trying to say is that back in the day, he was scared. That's why he acted out. That's yep. why he did those things. Um, he, he lashed out because he was scared. He didn't have a support system. He's acknowledging that that tough exterior... That tough exterior was not showing what was happening in the turmoil on the inside and how frightened I actually was. And so I lashed out and I thought that 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 physically accosting people, that going at people, that being violent, that was the answer. And I was wrong. That's what he's trying to say. And he does it in that brash Mike Tyson manner. That's a great response to your question. But me, I was totally unprepared for it. And me, radio veteran. Radio veteran, Division One play-by-play voice, listen one more time to what my reply, the only thing I could muster after this outstanding, strong response from Mike Tyson, this is how I responded. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? My Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge and everybody that yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i mean that is the lowest moment of my career <laughs> what an unbelievable response from mike tyson and all i could muster was a yeah yeah what am i doing <laughs> he's still in the banner with friday night lights i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3 can we do it again yeah yeah can we do it again yeah yeah can we do it again yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since the year 2006. Who are they doing it for? Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS Air Conditioning, they are handling your AC and your plumbing needs. They are dual threats at EDS Air Conditioning. There, hey, listen, there are a lot of options down here. They understand that. I understand that. But when you're looking for an air conditioning service that's going to work around your schedule, that is going to make sure they're not holding you hostage, not giving you a 10-hour window. Oh, maybe we'll be out here at 9 a.m. or maybe it'll be 5 p.m. They don't work like that. They don't operate like that. They're trying to work around you. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Whether you need... Some maintenance work on your AC unit, or you need a completely new AC unit. It's EDS. Well, Ken, how do I remember the name? Guys, it rhymes, okay? I'm doing you a, a service here. EDS is yes. Commit it to your brain. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Get your appointment scheduled, ready to go, and take advantage now of semi-cool weather because we're about to have to crank that AC the rest of the year. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Damon is in Delray. Damon on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Damon? Ken, you and I, my friend, have had some very respectful disagreements Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. okay? A lot more agreements, but some very respectful disagreements 
to where we've learned from each other, and I and I and I appreciate that kind of, of of banter. Amen. Let me just say, man, you're being too hard on yourself with this Mike Tyson thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Okay. First, first of all, you're you're a pup in this industry. You're going to get another chance, and you're going to do way way better. Not that I thought you did terrible anyway, but you know, it, you're going to do a lot better, and you know. Do not get down on yourself, man. Just just have confidence, believe in yourself, and um, you know, when I'm seeing you on, you know, Sports Center one day or one of these things, I'm I'm gonna be very proud that I that I got to talk to you back in the day. Damn it, I appreciate you, and that makes me feel great. Thank you. Thank you for that. It doesn't make me feel any better about how I executed the Mike Tyson interview, <laughs> but it makes me feel better about moving forward. And young pup in the industry, I don't know. It's like almost 20 years now. I should know better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty old pup, he actually. Almost, he almost ruined the whole spiel. It was going good. It was going good. <laughs> so and he called, called you a young pup. But, but, Damon, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Every week here on Ken Levick Alive, and man, do we need it today. More than ever, probably. Uh, we need some brains uh, into the operation. A man who is the smartest person I know. He is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is Steve Politziner. It is time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Paulette Senior is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's on Ken LaVica Live. You've got mail. Stephen, Steve Politiner with us here on Ken Levick Alive per usual. Uh, Steve, did you see did you see the uh, the Uber Eats delivery person walk onto the floor in the middle of the Duquesne Loyola game last night, just completely unaware that there is an actual game happening not in front of him but around him? Did you catch that last night? I I, I miss that, and I and I miss this, and I assume many others who are just tuning in miss this Mike Tyson yeah. story. Yeah, so, so explain, please all right. explain it to no, all no, of us. Let me, and I, I want you to listen. Listen to something real quick, too, from this Mike Tyson interview. Let me just give you some context. So we had him today. He is uh, making some appearances at some uh, dispensaries uh, down here. He has a Tyson 2.0 product. It's cannabis. It is uh, things of that ilk, right? And he sells them. And so... Uh, he decided, hey, I'm going to give uh, Ken and Stone some love. And yeah. so he uh, he jumped on right around 12.15. And so for me, like the Mike Tyson I have burned into my psyche, Steve, is the one I'm sure that's burned into yours as well. And that's the man who walked into the, the ring, me as a young child, watching this this man nearly incapacitate people, right? And, and uh, there's a fear that lives in me from my childhood memories of watching Mike Tyson. Stone, meanwhile, his memories of Mike Tyson, his youngest memories are of The Hangover and Tigers and Sweet Cuddly Mike Tyson. And you could tell in this interview... Who grew up watching one era of Mike Tyson and who grew up watching the other era of Mike Tyson? Stone was spectacular. Just free-flowing. Mike Tyson complimented his name right at the onset. And then there's me just like tiptoeing around things and and walking on eggshells. And Steve, I want you to listen to this. At one point, uh, Stone asked Mike Tyson a question about how uh, the, the, the world remembers Iron Mike and how Mike Tyson remembers the Iron Mike era. And Mike Tyson gives a very introspective response, and I had no idea how to follow up with it. Here's, here's that. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, 
you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? My Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that f***s with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike Tyson responds, Iron Mike is a scared little boy who gets revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. And my response, Steve, was, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to, how to respond to follow up with that. Um, so that's, that was not my proudest moment. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> uh, and I actually think the last caller who said he will see you one day on ESPN was incredibly complimentary. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if, uh, if that's the, uh, the end game for you. I'm not sure I would add the Mike Tyson interview to your reel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, we're probably going to avoid that <laughs> you know, on the old resume we, tape. It, like we're in the communications like business, and you know the the instant reaction. Like the reason why people do radio, like to be on radio, is because you're you don't have to be a scripted. You can you can get in the mix. You can talk over each other. You can be spontaneous, and your spontaneous was, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think your show should get shirts. Your show should get t-shirts that with a, with a quote quote yeah yeah end quote dash KLV. I love it. I, it. It it is it is striking how terrified I was during that entire fifteen minutes. And if it makes you feel any better, and you weren't, you weren't even in person. Like I, I thought you were more like, oh well, you know, I don't want to be the one guy that asks him the question that that he's going to snap on because I still look at him as like that guy. What is him coming through the phone? I know, I know, I know. But I even told Stone, like, if I had him in the studio with me, I think it's easier because at least I can read, uh, like, cues, like, body cues. And I just... I think if you had him in the studio with you, you would have been so scared. That's what I that said. The, uh, you would have been so nervous. God. I can't imagine you would have been more effective. Now, it's hard to believe you would be less effective. I know. Than, yeah. I know. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> I don't... I guess, Steve, let me ask you because I... I take, I take this at Stone in a big spot. How about it was Stone awesome. That spot? question was phenomenal. Stone was pumped. He did a great job. Um, and I guess since I want to try and drag you down into the mud with me here, is there anybody that you've ever been intimidated by that you've interviewed? Back in the day, you hosted Stephen Craig here on ESPN West Palm, and you you have met countless celebrities in your your business travelings. Is there ever been anybody you've been intimidated by? Uh, yeah, of course, of who? course. And I, I asked the most long winded, <laughs> impossible to follow questions. <laughs> where at the end there were three questions in the question, but it ended with a statement. So you don't even remember what the questions were. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there are there are several I can I can recall. You know, one was, uh, there, so there's a few. One goes way, way back to when I was on the air in Madison, Wisconsin, and the old coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, Barry Alvarez, was on the air. We were really going toe-to-toe about something, and I completely whimpered and cowered and said, and he said, why do you question us about that? And I said, it's our job. We do sports radio. And my co-host, Craig, was, said, no, because, Coach, you're wrong about that. And I afterwards, I'm like, what a loser was I! Like, oh, it's a, I have to make up contrived stuff. That's why I'm doing this. Like, right. how inauthentic was that? I mean, it was my uh, it was my scared response, you know, in the moment. But I would say, yeah, it would be like a sycophant in my early days to people that we'd have on, and we'd probably look like such brown nosers. Yeah. Like when we'd have on Dan Patrick or mm-hmm. Matt Lauer, you know, back back in those days. I can't imagine they left saying, "Wow, that was a really." 
um, really uh, uh, educating interview. You know, we sounded like little girls who uh, we literally sounded like fourteen-year-old girls. So, <laughs> oh man, I love it. So, no, so don't worry, Ken. There are plenty of those, and but each one is unique. And the, yeah. Yeah, you have to do the pause, too. That is the new slogan of the show. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. I, I like the shirts idea. That's a good marketing Not idea. Not bad. And, and before before we go, just real quick, uh, you'll you'll be comforted knowing that our teammate Brian McLovin-Rowitz on the TV side said that he was face-to-face with Mike Tyson interviewing him for tonight's news and has no idea what he asked him because he was so scared face-to-face <laughs> of Mike Tyson. So there you go. But that's like someone who, you know, Mike's, you know, Ken or Brian's like a wrestling, boxing. Like for him, it was probably just like a real moment of uh, one of those all-time moments that you never think you're going to get in front of. Right. I don't think that was your. <laughs> no, that's no. why you went with no. yeah. Mine yeah. was just being pillow soft. And, yeah. And, and you know the yeah. easiest thing. I know you're up against it here, but don't ask the question about you know what, about Iron Mike. Then you your easy fault was well. What about the Mike Tyson today? And well, it was just laid right in there for you. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. He was perfect with it. I blew it. Stone is a professional. I am a a mere youngster, a toddler in this radio game, and I showed it here uh, here today. Steve, thank you. Yeah, I mean, people say you got a huge future. I agree. I agree. Sports Center, here I come. <laughs> who, who would have thought that it now it's FAU basketball? Yeah. That is, uh, you're riding the wave on. That's right. Uh, straight, straight to Bristol after this one today. Uh, Steve, we'll talk to you next week, okay? Bye, guys. All right. That is Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. All right. We're really late. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz, he's the pro. Me? Well, I'm just a young fawn. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, boy. What a show, man. What a show this is. What a group of people. The most bizarre thing you've ever witnessed at a sporting event. We saw an, <laughs> we saw an Uber Eats delivery man walk into the, uh, onto the floor in the middle of a college basketball game last night. I got to say, Stone, from what we've heard today, including me conveying, reconveying the story on this show about um, trash-talking Winnipeg Blue Bombers fans at a CFL Calgary Stampeders game and taking a Vuvuzela to my bare, <laughs> my bare backside... Uh, that seems a little more intense than Uber Eats. Uh, two random guys that you just meet at a tailgate, walking into Hard Rock Stadium, eyeing two other dudes and just fighting them for two minutes before they become friends and walk into the stadium and hang out. That is certifiably insane. Yes. There are some weird people. But I've also seen Laz Diaz, the umpire, get attacked on the field at a White Sox game. I saw that. I saw a man at the Indy 500 jump off a 25-foot ladder headfirst into a kiddie pool. That is brain dead. He might have been brain dead after that. I don't know. <laughs> like I, 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 He's I, probably already brain dead. He might have been. He might. I, I hope for his sake he was blacked out as he uh, he hit the kiddie pool. I guess the one saving grace is there was some water in it. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know if it cushioned his fall at all, but... Uh, Oh, boy. Um, please don't make a spectacle of yourself at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Okay? It's a nice family atmosphere you, where you watch spring training baseball, you let the sun hit your face, and you just watch the world champion Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals play teams the likes of 
the Cardinals and the Marlins and the Yankees and the Red Sox at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Play hooky from work. Have a couple of cocktails and just relax. Just be cool, baby. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Spring training has never been more comfortable, never been more beautiful, never been more fun than the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches spring training tickets are on sale. World champion Houston Astros, the Washington Nationals, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. It is my spring training home. It is the Astros and Nationals spring training home. Make it your spring training home. At the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. How many people are just busting out reeds over Santana riffing? Not many. Not many. This radio show is one of one. Uh, That call from Dave right before our last break is one of the all-timers on this show. It is. And again, if you missed it, uh, we've been talking about just bizarre, bizarre things. Things that are, are bending the your, your your previous illusions of reality. You go to a sporting event and you see something where you're like, oh my God, that's going to be a story forever. I can't believe I just saw that. And, and Dave... Uh, the, the, the Miami Dolphins and every NFL team really has these super fans, right, Stone? You know what I'm talking about. And, and sports fans know what I'm talking about. It's these people that, that think that they're impacting the game from the stands, right? And they, they, they put on all of this face paint and they put on all of these different pizzas of tchotchke and some wear some skulls around their neck. Others wear some horns on their head. Some of them uh, will, will put on shoulder pads and, and dress like they're going to go play linebacker for the Dolphins. And so one of these super fans, uh, Dave, uh, saw him at a, a concert, saw him at a concert at the the old Orange Bowl, and this super fan was dressed at a concert the same way he would be on a Dolphins Sunday. And as I told Dave, that's a major red flag that that person, uh, this, the, the synapses in the brain are firing correctly, right? Like, there, there are issues there. Yes, and, you know, we had to rush to a break there, but have you seen the story with the Kansas City Chiefs fan who wears the wolf costume? Oh, God, no. Really? I'm no. really surprised because he was... A bank robber. And that's how he funded. This is very recent. I'm so, so surprised that you don't know of this right now. You could have given me 4,000 guesses about what this person uh, was accused of. And I would have gone with, oh, I don't know, kidnapping, murder. And you dropping a bank robber on me for whatever reason just tickles me. So he's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. He's one of these super fans. And he dresses like a wolf every week. He wears a wolf head. Oh, everybody knows who he is. Okay. And that's clearly how he funds his, you know, traveling with the team around the country. (laughs) By robbing banks. This man robs Kansas City area banks to go to Kansas City Chiefs games nationwide. Oh, that makes me so happy. I don't know why, but that makes me so happy. That is so endlessly funny. I hope when he robs the banks, he is wearing the wolf head. Or would that give him away? Is that bad Uh, criminaline? I'm not not too sure you're wrong there. I'm going to get you the full story, but I think uh, that's how it went down. Oh, Wolfhead did it again. Yes. Uh, he hit up the Chase Bank on, on Liberty and 42nd in Kansas City. Um, but Dave was, was, was saying that he, for whatever reason, because he was, he was, as he said, he was drinking some beers, he was hassling. 
this Dolphins fan, this super fan, this Dolphins super fan who went to a concert, all the face paint, the shoulder pads on the entire thing. And I got to say, we had the greatest like 17-second run of any caller in the nearly three-year history of this show from from Dave. You're going to absolutely love this from Dave. That was about a six-pack in, and I started verbally molesting this guy. And he was about eight rows down from me, you know, right on the rail. And I'm like, what are you doing in this garb at a concert, dude? You're ridiculous. And you meant harassing, right, Dave? You meant harassing, not molesting, right? Yeah, I meant meant harassing. Yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) Yeah, I was giving it to him hard, you know? Oh, uh, what was, wait, 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 what was that? What, did I, Stone, did I hear that correctly? Did I hear, wait, 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 let's, 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 let's listen to the uh, abridged uh, portion of that, that great, great 17 seconds of caller audio. That was about a six pack in and I started verbally molesting this guy. Yeah, I was giving it to him hard, you know? <laughs> you know what makes that? Is at the end Stone because he's so juvenile. This guy is 24 years old, but he acts like a six-year-old. That's why I love Stone because he's a child in a grown man body. Listen at the end where Stone cannot cannot help himself. He bursts out giggling like a, a grade schooler after after the hard line. Let's let, just listen closely to the tail end. This is Stone giggling like a little grade schooler uh, when 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 Dave drops this line. And I was about a six pack in, and I started verbally molesting this guy, and he was about eight rows down from me. You know, right on the rail. And I'm, yeah, I was giving it to him hard, you know? <laughs> you are such a child. I mean, come on. Like, you got. All red faced and crying and you, giggling. You got to know what you're doing, Dave. He slipped up like three or four times. You know what I, you know what I'm going to say right now? I love, I love the people that listen to this show. That's the kind of stuff I live for. Just giving it to people hard. Just giving it to Just people giving hard, it hard. About eight rows down on Absolutely, the rail. Absolutely. Always. Then getting jacked up in the bathroom. They can put on the wall and get yeah. jacked up in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, so, McLovin, Brian McLovin Rowitz, he sent me surveillance camera footage, the screenshot of this Kansas City Chiefs fan that dresses up like a wolf every Sunday. He did indeed rob banks with the wolf costume on. I can't believe it. Yep. How did nobody know? How many banks did he rob? You want to know how he got busted too? A Reddit thread. Really? Of course. So <laughs> if, if, you know, it didn't hit that Reddit wormhole, Wait. he maybe would have never been busted. And this wolf, this bank robbing wolf in Kansas City, he swapped out his, his red Kansas City Chiefs hat on game days for a non-Kansas City Chiefs red hat. That's right. What an idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. He looks just like the Chiefs fan robbing the bank. He just took the Chiefs logo off the hat, but it's still red. He's got to keep it on brand. What an idiot. He's got to keep it on brand. That's what I'm telling you, though. These NFL super fans that dress up, they go to every game, they're in the front row, they're wearing skulls, they're wearing horns, they're wearing wolf heads, they're putting on pads. These people are not well. (laughs) None of them. None of these people are well. They're jacking people up in bathrooms. Exactly. And then you go to a concert and you want to have a little fun with them and you give it to them hard. You're giving it to them hard, and then they're going to attack you. 
and just mo- don't do it. And possibly molest. I mean, sometimes it happens. You go to a concert and maybe you're going to verbally molest them. <laughs> By the way, that is the funniest phrase I've ever heard. Verbally molest? Heard Neither have I. Verbally molest will be entering the vernacular of Ken Levick alive from here yeah, on out. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a hotkey. So whenever, you know, you're giving it to Theo, Theo's giving it to me, Jeanette's giving it to one of us, you know. Yeah. Just let We're that just one fly. We're verbally molesting each other. <laughs> Maybe verbally molesting us is Tony in West Palm. What's up, Tone? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Hey Stone, you've been to Brooklyn, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit them with the pause button a couple I times. I know. Man, but, see, I can't be throwing I'm, that around. Nobody's gonna know what it means. <laughs> right. I, I, I know, man. I know you're here for all the anarchy, but I'm just saying. All right. So, all right. Yo, I'm on. I'm on. Hey, yo, by six, uh, six degrees of separation. I currently have talked to Mike Tyson today. This is beautiful. Nice. All right. <laughs> yo. So the. What happened to me at an event, I'm a Yankees fan through and through, but there was a time that I was chilling. Uh, I ended up getting tickets free, and me and a couple of homies went up to the old Shea Stadium. And I'm in a section, and I'm talking about I'm, I'm, we, we got big blunts just going left and right, left and right, left <laughs> uh-huh. and right. I'm in my old lifestyle, Ken. You already know, yep. you know what yep. I mean? So I'm in my old thing. So we chilling, and Johan Santana's pitching, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a bugged-out night. We disrespected Shea Stadium the whole way up. So we chilling right now, smoking, chilling, laughing. And, yo, out of nowhere, my man, was, my man you know, was currently in that life, and he was working at the moment. And out of nowhere, a certain all-time great with the last name that's a fruit came up to us and actually did a hand-to-hand in front of me. It was bugged out. It was crazy. It was the, it was the, I don't even know how to explain it to you. I was so high to see <laughs> that dude come up. I, I mean, I know his history. Oh, but oh I'm just, that one. That one, like the, the red I, fruit with the green leaves on top sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, right, we're, right we're, there, like a hand-to-hand deal right there outside. Yo, of, oh, my like, God. Like, seriously, yo, we was chilling. We was hanging out. We was smoking, da 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 And it's nothing because I know some I've, I've, Celebs, please. It is what it is. But, yo, to see this person who, as a kid, I was a Mets fan for a quick minute as a kid, but to see him come up and it was like, yo, and then to see what happened, I was oh like, yo. Like, Tony, Tony, oh. are, are, we, are, we, are we talking, we're talking like like what I think we're talking about, right? Like that, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, handoff? Yeah. Was, was Dwight Gooden? Yeah, yeah, like the old, my old school life, man, my old school oh life. We was involved God. in the old school stuff, yeah. Yeah, man, it was wild. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen so, in my life. You know so, I mean? Tony, as as what, what I'm going to do as, here, as because I, and appreciate you, Tony, I think the statute of limitations is up. The Stone is so confused right now. What he's saying, him and his boys, oh. him and his boys went to Shea Stadium, and outside of the stadium, his boy did a hand-to-hand cocaine deal with Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> oh, Strawberry. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the part that's I was missing. That's what Tony's saying. Wow. I mean, that beats all the stories. Uh, I mean, how can you top that? You can't. Uh, and and it doesn't seem like there was any verbal molestation there. It was just uh, a deal. Uh, yeah, they were going to get jacked of up. Stadium there. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, that that that's the exclamation point. Yes, right it there. is. Oh boy, it's great stuff from Tony. Oh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at KLV 106.3. When we come back, uh, Mike Tyson. We interviewed him earlier in the show. It was definitely for me uh, because again, I only know Mike Tyson is is one thing. 
Um, because I grew up, and he was the most terrifying person in the world. Yeah. I only know him as that. Like it's just it's it's completely ground into my soul. Stone knows him as the fun-loving dude from The Hangover because of the generational difference Stone and I have. And so I went into this interview, and I was just walking on eggshells the entire time. Stone was just free-flowing, not a care in the world. And there was one part of it that really, more than anything, <laughs> more than anything exhibits <laughs> What I'm talking about with me, just on eggshells and stone, just just absolutely killing it with this interview with Mike Tyson. I'm a scared little person in this interview with Mike Tyson and Stone. He's in his essence. We're going to listen to one part in particular that really drives it home when we come back. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Me in one of the worst moments of my career, interviewing Mike Tyson when we come back. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Insane things seen at sporting events. This is a good one, Stone. Lexi tweets in. This is actually one of my favorites. I saw a man take off his prosthetic leg and wave it around in celebration of a home run in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. Well done, sir. Way to get the people going. <laughs> that really, I can't imagine how that doesn't get the juices flowing. If you see a man <laughs> un- unlock and then twist off his leg and wave it around in celebration like that. That'll get a crowd going. Forget these NFL super fans with their body paint and their shoulder pads or Fireman Ed with his firefighter helmet. No, 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 no. What's going to get me whipped into a frenzy at a sporting event is if I see someone unlatch their leg and swing it around and tells me to get up, I'm getting up. People love people that are comfortable in their own skin. I mean, that one's instantly up out of your seats and you're screaming. Love that move. That's good stuff. You're right. That's confidence right there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm missing a leg. So be it. Are you grossed out by it? I don't care. And I'm going to even take it a step further. Something good happened in front of me at Yankee Stadium. Off goes the leg, and I'm swinging it around. Do something about it. Simple as that. I mean, for my money, those are much better fans than these NFL people. Again, the, the Kansas City Chiefs wolf robbed a bank Wearing a red hat like he does on game days. He didn't think he was going to get caught. He's wearing the wolf outfit. And he wears a red Chiefs hat on game days. That's how everybody knows him. And then he robs the banks with a red hat on. It doesn't take the FBI to crack that case. What a dumbass. Come on. The NHL All-Star game is coming up. Here in South Florida, 
It is happening in Broward County. Truly Hard Seltzer NHL All-Star Beach Festival. That's happening February 2nd through the 4th. It's free. The non-ticketed fan festival open to the public, providing hockey fans of all ages three days of hockey fun. There's going to be interactive hockey games, a look at the NHL's new United by Hockey Mobile Museum, special appearances from current and former NHL All-Stars, and a chance to take a picture with the greatest trophy in sports, the Stanley Cup. All of this February 2nd through the 4th. It is free for Lauderdale Beach Park. It is the Truly Hard Seltzer NHL All-Star Beach Festival for Lauderdale Beach Park, 100 Seabreeze Boulevard. The NHL All-Star Game takes place February 4th, 3 p.m. on ABC and ESPN Plus from FLA Live Arena. This is the NHL All-Star Game. Are we still going with most bizarre thing, Stone, that, uh, that yeah, you've ever witnessed at a live sporting event? Yeah, let's, let's keep it rolling. All right, let's keep it rolling. Who are we going to now? We've got Rocco and Stewart. Rocco and Stewart. What's up, Rocco? Ken, how you doing, baby? Thanks for having me. My pleasure, brother. I, I watched the craziest thing at Yankee Stadium. We used to go to opening day all the time back in the 70s. And we sat. We were lucky to get seats by the foul pole in the upper deck by the top. And let me tell you, that's a steep way down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I watched this drunk climbing up the stairs before the game started. This guy fell, had to be every bit of 20 rows. And if he didn't get wedged in between the last couple of rows, we swore he was going over. Oh, my. This was before the game, Rocco? Yeah, before the game. Oh. Before the game. That's oh. how drunk this guy was. So that's not seven. But we could see it was another one of those no-shirted guys, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. No, no-shirt guy bringing up what he had. He may have had to have, you know, both hands full, Whoa. five, seven beers, and they're probably all for him, you know? Rocco, you know is in the 70s you couldn't do this, but now you see a dude stumbling around with no shirt, you got to get the phone out. That's your chance to get famous. That's your chance to get viral. I'm telling you, you cannot trust a single male with no shirt at a sporting event. You can't. You just can't do it. They might look like, hey, things are cool. Things are calm. No problems. No, 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 no. Chances are they're going to end up face first and bloody in front of you at some point. Do not trust shirtless people at sporting events, okay? I don't care if it's the NFL. I don't care if it is Major League Baseball in the NBA. If they're shirtless, then there's definitely a problem because they don't typically allow that. Uh, racing. Maybe racing, I can give you a pass. But sure. racing, racing, stock car racing, NASCAR, or even indie races, like you're around a very combustible group of people, anyways. Oh, yeah. So you're just expecting something insane is going to happen. You said the guy that was jumping in the kiddie pool had a uh, hair down to his, uh, to shoulders. his shoulders. So yeah. I'd imagine it was a mullet, you know, if yeah. I could take a wild guess. And also, I mean, the middle of Indiana. Right. So what do you expect? Of course something like that mm-hmm. is going to happen. Uh, we had Mike Tyson earlier today, and if you missed any of it, uh, you can get the Ken Levick Alive podcast wherever you get your podcast. It is free, free for my people because I love all of you, and, and how dare I make you pay to listen to whatever stupidity we're doing on a given day. But it's wherever you get your podcast, the Ken Levick Alive podcast. Um, we, we talked with Mike Tyson, the great Mike Tyson, and... I, I got I to gotta be honest with the people. I got to be transparent. And I'm strong enough to own when I don't think that I necessarily nailed something. And I didn't nail this interview, okay? I was, I was um, uh, nervous. I was a bit scared because this is Mike Tyson, right? I was intimidated. That's the right word. I was intimidated by the, the mere thought of talking to Mike Tyson. And he's harmless. And he's a really, I, I mean, honestly, his life arc 
What he's turned into, what he's turned himself into, it's an inspiring story after the lowest of lows. But I still have, in my mind, young me, where he is damn near killing people in 37 seconds in the first round, right? And biting ears and face tattoo. And this is my fault that I can't get that out of my, my brain, right? So I'm like just walking on eggshells. I'm being cautious. I'm trying to, to dive deep into the psyche of Mike Tyson. And Stone, you're just laying it out there. Like you're having fun. Hell Mike Tyson's yeah. your boy. Mike Tyson started the interview complimenting you on your name. And after that, I think I was shook too because I'm like, oh, I, this is no longer in my control. I probably should have just let you lead the entire thing. <laughs> that was my fault. Um, but there was one part in particular where, Stone, you asked a very deep question, right? A yeah. Deep, good question about how Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson and, and, and how we perceive his Iron Mike days based on how he perceives his Iron Mike days. And just listen to how this went down. This is, this is Stone and I with Mike Tyson here on Ken LeVick Alive. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike... You've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? Well, Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that fucks with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I had to that. Now, let's play it one more time, and I'm going to translate it for Woo! you. I'm going to translate because it's a little bit garbled what Mike Tyson said. But let's hear it one more time, uh, and I'll translate for you. In its entirety, what Mike Tyson replied to Stone's very good question. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? Well, Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that fucks with him. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike Tyson replies, Iron Mike is a scared little boy who then tries to fight anybody... Who No, who gets his revenge. Who gets his revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. Mike Tyson said very introspectively, Iron Mike is a scared little boy who gets revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. <laughs> and my response was, yeah. The yeah. scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that fucks with him. Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing there? Like, what am I doing there? I think you're thinking about Iron Mike getting his revenge on anybody so, that's bleeped but, with But him. what Mike Tyson's trying to say is that back in the day, he was scared. That's why he acted out. That's yep. why he did those things. Um, he, he lashed out because he was scared. He didn't have a support system. He's acknowledging that that tough exterior... That tough exterior was not showing what was happening, the turmoil on the inside and how frightened I actually was. And so I lashed out and I thought that, that, that physically accosting people, that going at people, that being violent, that was the answer. And I was wrong. That's what he's trying to say. And he does it in that brash Mike Tyson manner. That's a great response to your question. But me, I was totally unprepared for it. And me, radio veteran. Radio veteran, Division One play-by-play voice, listen one more time to what my reply, the only thing I could muster after this outstanding, strong response from Mike Tyson, this is how I responded. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, 
you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? My Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, that is the lowest moment of my career. <laughs> what an unbelievable response from Mike Tyson, and all I could muster was a... Yeah. Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> He's still in the banner with Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and yeah. Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since the year 2006. Who are they doing it for? Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS Air Conditioning, they are handling your AC and your plumbing needs. They are dual threats at EDS Air Conditioning. Listen, there are a lot of options down here. They understand that. I understand that. But when you're looking for an air conditioning service that's going to work around your schedule, that is going to make sure they're not holding you hostage, not giving you a 10-hour window. Oh, maybe we'll be out here at 9 a.m. or maybe it'll be 5 p.m. They don't work like that. They don't operate like that. They're trying to work around you. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Whether you need... Some maintenance work on your AC unit, or you need a completely new AC unit. It's EDS. But Ken, how do I remember the name? Guys, it rhymes, okay? I'm doing you a a service here. EDS is yes. Commit it to your brain. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Get your appointment scheduled, ready to go, and take advantage now of semi-cool weather because we're about to have to crank that AC the rest of the year. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Damon is in Delray. Damon on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Damon? Ken, you and I, my friend, have had some very respectful disagreements. Mm -hmm. Before, Mm -hmm. okay? A lot more agreements, but some very respectful disagreements to where we've learned from each other. And I I appreciate that kind of of banter. Amen. Let me just say, man, you're being too hard on yourself with this Mike Tyson thing, (laughs) Uh okay? Okay. First first of all, you're you're a pup in this industry. You're going to get another chance, and you're going to do way, way better. Not that I thought you did terrible anyway. But, you know, you're going to do a lot better. And, you know, do not get down on yourself, man. Just just have confidence. Believe in yourself. And, um, you know, when I'm seeing you on, you know, Sports Center one day or one of these things, I'm, I'm going to be very proud that I, I got to talk to you back in the day. Damon, I appreciate you. And that makes me feel great. Thank you. Thank you for that. It doesn't make me feel any better about how I executed the Mike Tyson interview, but it makes me feel better about moving forward. And young pup in the industry, I don't know. It's like almost 20 years now. I should know better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty old pup, actually. He almost ruined the whole spiel. It was going good. It was going good. (laughs) He called called you a young pup. But, But, Damon, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Every week here on Ken LeVick Alive, and man, do we need it today, more than ever probably. Uh, we need some brains uh, into the operation. A man who is the smartest person I know. He is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is Steve Politziner. It is time now for Ask Steve's. 
Charlotte Cedar is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's on Ken LaVica Live. You've got mail. Stephen, Steve Palatiner with us here on Ken LaVica Live per usual. Uh, Steve, did you see Did you see the uh, the Uber Eats delivery person walk onto the floor in the middle of the Duquesne-Loyola game last night, just completely unaware that there was an actual game happening, not in front of him, but around him? Did you catch that last night? I, I, I missed that, and I, and I missed this, and I assume many others who are just tuning in missed this Mike Tyson yeah. story. Yeah, so, so explain, please all right. explain it to no, all no, of us. Let me, and I, I want you to listen to something real quick too from this Mike Tyson interview. Let me just give you some context. So we had him today. He is uh, making some appearances at some uh, dispensaries uh, down here. He has a Tyson 2.0 product. It's cannabis. It is uh, things of that ilk, right? And he sells them. And so uh, he decided, hey, I'm going to give Ken and Stone some love. And so he uh, he jumped down right around 1215. And so for me, like the Mike Tyson I have burned into my psyche, Steve, is the one I'm sure that's burned into yours as well, and that's the man who walked into the the ring. Me as a young child watching this this man nearly incapacitate people, right? And and uh, there's a fear that lives in me from my childhood memories of watching Mike Tyson. Stone, meanwhile, his memories of Mike Tyson, his youngest memories are of The Hangover and Tigers and Sweet Cuddly Mike Tyson, and you could tell in this interview. Who grew up watching one era of Mike Tyson and who grew up watching the other era of Mike Tyson? Stone was spectacular. Just free-flowing. Mike Tyson complimented his name right at the onset. And then there's me just like tiptoeing around things and and walking on eggshells. And Steve, I want you to listen to this. At one point, uh, Stone asked Mike Tyson a question about how uh, the, the, the world remembers Iron Mike and how Mike Tyson remembers the Iron Mike era. And Mike Tyson gives a very introspective response, and I had no idea how to follow up with it. Here's, here's that. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? Well, Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's getting revenge on everybody that f***s with him. Yeah, yeah. So Mike Tyson responds, Iron Mike is a scared little boy who gets revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. And my response, Steve, was, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to, how to respond to follow up with that. Um, so that's, uh, that was not my proudest moment. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, <laughs> and I actually think the last caller who said he will see you one day on ESPN was incredibly complimentary. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if, uh, if that's the, uh, the end game for you. I'm not sure I would add the Mike Tyson interview to your reel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we're probably going to avoid that you know, on the old resume we're, tape. It, like, we're in the communications like, business, and you know the, the instant reaction. Like The reason why people do radio, like to be on radio, is because you're, you don't have to be a scripted, you can you can get in the mix. You can talk over each other. You can be spontaneous, and your spontaneous was, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think your show should get shirts. Your show should get T-shirts that with a, with a quote, quote, yeah, yeah, end quote dash KLV. 
I love I, it. It 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 is it is striking how terrified I was during that entire fifteen minutes. And if it makes you feel any better, and it weren't, you weren't even in person. Like I, I thought you were more like, oh well, you know, I don't want to be the one guy that asks him the question that that he's going to snap on because I still look at him as like that guy. Well, he's even coming through the phone. I know, I know, I know. But I even told Stone, like, if I had him in the studio with me, I think it's easier because at least I can read, uh, like, cues, like, body cues. And I just... I think if you had him in the studio with you, you would have been so scared. That's what I that said. The, uh, you would have been so nervous. God. I can't imagine you would have been more effective. Now, it's hard to believe you would be less effective. I know. Than, yeah. I know. Yeah? yeah. yeah. I don't... I guess, Steve, let me ask you because I... I take, I take this at Stone in a big spot. How about it was Stone awesome. That spot? question was phenomenal. Stone was pumped. He did a great job. Um, and I guess since I want to try and drag you down into the mud with me here, is there anybody that you've ever been intimidated by that you've interviewed? Back in the day, you hosted Stephen Craig here on ESPN West Palm, and you have met countless celebrities in your, your business travelings. Is there ever been anybody you've been intimidated by? Uh, yeah, it, of course. Of who? course. And I, I asked the most long-winded, <laughs> impossible-to-follow questions, <laughs> where at the end there were three questions in the question, but it ended with a statement, so you don't even remember what the questions were. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there, are, there are several I can, I can recall. You know, one was, uh, there. so there's a few. One goes way, way back to when I was on the air in Madison, Wisconsin, and the old coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, Barry Alvarez, was on the air. We were really going toe-to-toe about something, and I completely whimpered and cowered and said, and he said, why do you question us about that? And I said, it's our job. We do sports radio. And my co-host, Craig, was, said, no, because, Coach, you're wrong about that. And I afterwards, I'm like, what a loser was I! Like, oh, it's a, I have to make up contrived stuff. That's why I'm doing this. Like, right. how inauthentic was that? I mean, it was my uh, it was my scared response, you know, in the moment. But I would say, yeah, it would be like a sycophant in my early days to people that we have on, and we'd probably look like such brown nosers. Yeah, like when we'd have on Dan Patrick or mm-hmm. Matt Lauer. You know, back back in those days, I can't imagine they left saying, "Wow, that was a really." Um, really uh, 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 educated interview. You know, we sounded like little girls who, uh, we literally sounded like 14-year-old girls. So. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. So, no, so don't worry, Ken. There are plenty of those, and but each one is unique. And the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have to do the pause, too. That is the new slogan of the show. Yeah, yeah. There it is. I, I like the shirts idea. That's a good marketing Not idea. Bad. And and before before we go, just real quick, uh, you'll you'll be comforted knowing that our teammate Brian McLovin Rowitz on the TV side said that he was face to face with Mike Tyson interviewing him for tonight's news and has no idea what he asked him because he was so scared face to face of Mike Tyson. So there you go. But that's like someone who you know Mike, uh, you know Ken or uh, Brian's like a wrestling, boxing. Like for him, it was probably just like a real moment of uh, one of those all-time moments that you never think you're going to get in front of. Right. I don't think that was your... <laughs> no, that, that's no, why you went with no. it. Yeah. Mine yeah. was just being pillow soft. And, yeah. and, and you know the yeah. easiest thing, I know you're up against it here, but Stone asked the question about you know what, about Iron Mike, then you your easy follow-up was, well, what about the Mike Tyson today? And well, it was just laid right in there for you. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. He was perfect with it. I blew it. Stone is a professional. I am a a mere 
youngster, a toddler in this radio game, and I showed it here uh, here today. Steve, thank you. Yeah, I mean, people say you got a huge future. I agree. I agree. Sports Center, here I come. <laughs> who, who would have thought that it now it's FAU basketball? Yeah, that is uh, you're riding the wave on. That's right. Uh, straight straight to Bristol after this one today. Uh, Steve, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. All right, that is Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. All right, we're really late. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz, he's the pro. Me? Well, I'm just the young fawn. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and yeah. Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since the year 2006. Who are they doing it for? Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS Air Conditioning, they are handling your AC and your plumbing needs. They are dual threats at EDS Air Conditioning. Listen, there are a lot of options down here. They understand that. I understand that. But when you're looking for... An air conditioning service that's going to work around your schedule. That is going to make sure they're not holding you hostage, not giving you a 10-hour window. Oh, maybe we'll be out here at 9 a.m. or maybe it'll be 5 p.m. They don't work like that. They don't operate like that. They're trying to work around you. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Whether you need some maintenance work on your AC unit or you need a completely new AC unit, it's EDS. Well, Ken, how do I remember the name? Guys, it rhymes, Okay. I'm doing you a, a service here. EDS is yes. Commit it to your brain. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Get your appointment scheduled, ready to go, and take advantage now of semi-cool weather because we're about to have to crank that AC the rest of the year. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Damon is in Delray. Damon on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Damon? Ken, you and I, my friend, have had some very respectful disagreements mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. okay? A lot more agreements, but some very respectful disagreements to where we've learned from each other, and I, and I, and I appreciate that kind of, of, of banter. Amen. Let me just say, man, you're being too hard on yourself. With this Mike Tyson thing, okay. Uh, okay. First, first of all, you're you're a pup in this industry. You're going to get another chance, and you're going to do way way better. Not that I thought you did terrible anyway, but you know it, you're going to do a lot better. And you know, do not get down on yourself, man. Just just have confidence, believe in yourself, and um, you know. When I'm seeing you on, you know, Sports Center one day or one of these things, I'm I'm gonna be very proud that I that I got to talk to you back in the day. Damon, I appreciate you, and that makes me feel great. Thank you, thank you for that. It doesn't make me feel any better about how I executed the Mike Tyson interview, <laughs> but it makes me feel better about moving forward. And young pup in the industry, I don't know. It's like almost twenty years now. I should know better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a pretty old pup. He actually, he almost ruined the whole spiel. It was going good. It was going good. <laughs> so and he that, called, called you a young pup. But, but Damon, thank you, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Every week here on Ken Levick Alive, and man, do we need it today more than ever? Probably, uh, we need some brains uh, into the operation. A man who is the smartest person I know. He is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is Steve Politziner. It is time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Paul 
Latsiner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's on Ken LaVica Live. You've got mail. Stephen, Steve Politiner with us here on Ken LaVica Live per usual. Uh, Steve, did you see Did you see the, uh, the Uber Eats delivery person walk onto the floor in the middle of the Duquesne-Loyola game last night, just completely unaware that there was an actual game happening, not in front of him, but around him? Did you catch that last night? I, I, I miss that, and I, and I miss this, and I assume many others who are just tuning in miss this Mike Tyson yeah. story. Yeah, so, so explain, please all right. explain it to no, all no, of us. Let me, and I, I want you to listen to something real quick too from this Mike Tyson interview. Let me just give you some context. So we had him today. He is uh, making some appearances at some uh, dispensaries uh, down here. He has a Tyson 2.0 product. It's cannabis. It is uh, things of that ilk, right? And he sells them. And so uh, he decided, hey, I'm going to give Ken and Stone some love. And so he uh, he jumped on right around 1215. And so for me, like the Mike Tyson I have burned into my psyche, Steve, is the one I'm sure that's burned into yours as well, and that's the man who walked into the the ring. Me as a young child watching this this man nearly incapacitate people, right? And and uh, there's a fear that lives in me from my childhood memories of watching Mike Tyson. Stone, meanwhile, his memories of Mike Tyson, his youngest memories are of The Hangover and Tigers and Sweet Cuddly Mike Tyson, and you could tell in this interview. Who grew up watching one era of Mike Tyson and who grew up watching the other era of Mike Tyson? Stone was spectacular. Just free-flowing. Mike Tyson complimented his name right at the onset. And then there's me just like tiptoeing around things and and walking on eggshells. And Steve, I want you to listen to this. At one point, uh, Stone asked Mike Tyson a question about how uh, the, the, the world remembers Iron Mike and how Mike Tyson remembers the Iron Mike era, and Mike Tyson gives a very introspective response, and I had no idea how to follow up with it. Here's, here's that. Mike, in regards to Iron Mike, you've said that you don't look at him in the same way that we look at him. You know, if you could give one or two sentences on how you see Iron Mike and what Iron Mike means to you right now, what would you say? Well, Iron Mike is a scary little boy that's in revenge and everybody that fucks with him. Yeah, yeah. So Mike Tyson responds, Iron Mike is a scared little boy who gets revenge on anybody who bleeps with him. And my response, Steve, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to, how to respond to follow up with that. Um, so that's, uh, that was not my proudest moment. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> I, and I actually think the last caller who said he will see you one day on ESPN was incredibly complimentary. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if uh, if that's the uh, the end game for you. I'm not sure I would add the Mike Tyson interview to your reel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> that's, we're probably going to avoid that you know, on the old resume we, tape. It, like we're in the communications like business, and you know the the instant reaction. Like the reason why people do radio, like to be on radio, is because you're you don't have to be a scripted. You can you can get in the mix. You can talk over each other. You can be spontaneous, and your spontaneous was, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think your show should get shirts. Your show should get T-shirts that with a, with a quote, quote, yeah, yeah, end quote dash KLV. 
I love I, it. It 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 is it is striking how terrified I was during that entire fifteen minutes. And if it makes you feel any better, and weren't, you weren't even in person. Like I, I thought you were more like, oh well, you know, I don't want to be the one guy that asks him the question that that he's going to snap on because I still look at him as like that guy. Well, he's even coming through the phone. I know, I know, I know. But I even told Stone, like, if I had him in the studio with me, I think it's easier because at least I can read, uh, like, cues, like body cues. And I just... I think if you had him in the studio with you, you would have been so scared. That's what I said. The, uh, you would have been so nervous. Uh, I can't imagine you would have been more effective. Now, it's hard to believe you would be less effective. I know. Than, yeah. I know. Yeah? yeah. yeah. I don't... I guess, Steve, let me ask you because I... I take a, I take this at Stone in a big spot. How about it was Stone awesome. That spot? question was phenomenal. Stone was pumped. He did a great job. Um, and I guess since I want to try and drag you down into the mud with me here, is there anybody that you've ever been intimidated by that you've interviewed? Back in the day, you hosted Stephen Craig here on ESPN West Palm, and you have met countless celebrities in your, your business travelings. Is there ever been anybody you've been intimidated by? Uh, yeah, of course. Of who? course. And I, I asked the most long-winded, <laughs> impossible to follow questions, <laughs> where at the end there were three questions in the question, but it ended with a statement, so you don't even remember what the questions were. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there, are, there are several I can, I can recall. You know, one was, uh, there. so there's a few. One goes way, way back to when I was on the air in Madison, Wisconsin, and the old coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, Barry Alvarez, was on the air. We were really going toe-to-toe about something, and I completely whimpered and cowered and said, and he said, why do you question us about that? And I said, it's our job. We do sports radio. And my co-host, Craig, was, said, no, because, Coach, you're wrong about that. And I afterwards, I'm like, what a loser was I? Like, oh, it's a, I have to make up contrived stuff. That's why I'm doing this. Like, right. how inauthentic was that? I mean, it was my uh, it was my scared response, you know, in the moment. But I would say, yeah, it would be like a sycophant in my early days to people that we have on, and we'd probably look like such brown nosers. Yeah, like when we'd have on Dan Patrick or mm-hmm. Matt Lauer. You know, back back in those days, I can't imagine they left saying, "Wow, that was a really." Um, really uh, 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 educating interview. You know, we sounded like little girls who, uh, we literally sounded like 14-year-old girls. So. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. So, no, so don't worry, Ken. There are plenty of those, and but each one is unique. And, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have to do the pause, too. That is the new slogan of the show. Yeah, yeah. There it is. I, I like the shirts idea. That's a good marketing Not idea. Bad. And and before before we go, just real quick, uh, you'll you'll be comforted knowing that our teammate Brian McLevin Rowitz on the TV side said that he was face to face with Mike Tyson interviewing him for tonight's news and has no idea what he asked him because he was so scared face to face of Mike Tyson. So there you go. But that's like someone who you know Mike, you know Ken or Brian's like a wrestling, boxing. Like for him, it was probably just like a real moment of uh, one of those all-time moments that you never think you're going to get in front of. Right. I don't think that was your... <laughs> no, that's no. why you went with no. it. Yeah. Mine yeah. was just being pillow soft. And, yeah. and, and you know the yeah. easiest thing, I know you're up against it here, but Stone asked the question about you know what, about Iron Mike, then you your easy follow-up was, well, what about the Mike Tyson today? And well, it was just laid right in there for you. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. He was perfect with it. I blew it. Stone is a professional. I am a a mere 
youngster, a toddler in this radio game, and I showed it here uh, here today. Steve, thank you. Yeah, I mean, people say you got a huge future. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Sports Center, here I come. <laughs> who, who would have thought that it now it's FAU basketball? Yeah, that is uh, you're riding the wave on. That's right. Uh, straight straight to Bristol after this one today. Uh, Steve, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. All right. That is Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. All right. We're really late. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz, he's the pro. Me? Well, I'm just a young fawn. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.